Before we got married, I started a staffing firm in college. And so mm-hmm. after that, I continued that staffing firm and then grew that into another extension of a consultancy, a business consultancy. So by the time we got married, I was running these two extensions of business and juggling that with life as a new wife. We just purchased our first home, a new mm-hmm. build. Remember that? And before I knew it, I found myself on bed rest and I was determined to get work done. And I remember one day when I tell you I was on bed rest, it was like I was literally in the bed and I should have been resting, but I wasn't. I was like, run me my laptop. Where's my laptop? <laughs> you know, I had my laptop in the bed and busy trying to manage things, operations behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, all those things. And I remember just feeling very lost and confused about which way to take next. Because all I knew my entire life was building business. I've been running businesses since I was 15 and I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that this is not what I wanted. It didn't feel the same like it used to feel. And I remember you asking me questions like, well, what do you want? And I was so much at the point of, till to the point of burnout, I didn't even know what I wanted. All I knew was what I didn't want. And I remember saying that to you mm-hmm. and you were like, it wasn't about what you didn't want to do anymore, though you communicated that. I said, well, then what is it that you don't want to do? Let's start. Yeah. It wasn't about what I did want to do. It was about what I didn't want to do. Right. And so I started, yeah, you backed me in and I was like, I don't want to do this. Everything that I was doing, I just said the opposite. I want to charge more. I want to have automatic payments. I want automation in my business. I want to whatever. And you were like, okay. So you were like, so that's what it's going to take in order for you to feel fulfilled in this role and what you're doing. I was like, yes, like, but I just, for some reason in my mind, the two never connected. I didn't see how they could connect. And I also didn't see how, like what I was doing was wearing me out until I was on bed rest. But even in the bed, I was busy still trying to get work done. And at the time, my mindset was one of, well, you just need to work until you're burned out and then you could rest until you can't work anymore. And that's why I found myself in that situation. So we're going to be speaking today from real life, like what happens when you actually rest and you have um, the understanding of what the importance of rest mm-hmm. on an ongoing basis. Just to bring the you know story full circle, I changed all the things I wanted to change in my business. And would you believe this? Literally, like everything changed. Maybe, maybe 0.01% of my clientele had an issue with the changes. But other than that, percent of the clients they remained i increased my revenue had automations in place and it was so much easier and i said why didn't i do this before it was a mindset issue so today we're talking about how rest can be directly correlated to an increase in revenue in more than one way this was just one example but there are so many others and we want to just share this with you yeah so who is this episode for well it's for maripreneurs who are seeking increased revenue, but without overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And then how is this going to help? This is going to help them by realigning their mindset on rest and the role that it plays, the integral role that it plays for increased business revenue. Mm -hmm. And then why is this important? Well, it's important because about 33% of people report, this is, by the way, was talking about Americans and even within the pandemic. And by the way, this is from the Integris health article. And to quote them, it says, even without the pandemic, Americans are stressed. About 33% of people report feeling extreme stress and up to 73% report that stress impacts their mental health. So that's why this is important. All right. 
Let's go. Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPernodLife.com. Yep, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs. Those of you who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and above that, you really want to leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategy to build out a business legacy that is purposeful, powerful, and to do that profitably in sync. So whether you are an indiepreneur, a spousalpreneur, or a couplepreneur, you're absolutely in the right place. If you have no idea what those are, let me Fill you in real quickly. The indiepreneur, marriedpreneur types are spouses where both spouses are building individual businesses. And then the spousalpreneur type is where one spouse is building the business while the other spouse is supporting the spouse who's building the business. Maybe they're working a nine to five, but they're supporting that other spouse. And then you have the couplepreneurs. And this is where both spouses are building the same business together. So whether you are indie, spousal, or couplepreneur, or maybe you're transitioning from one to the other, or you are Maybe doing two of those at the same time. We are glad you are here. This episode is for legacy builders, helping them to build out their legacy. So y'all ready? Let's get into this today. That's right. So as was mentioned before, Integris Health has put out a report and here's what it says. Even without the pandemic, Americans are stressed. About 33% of people report feeling extreme stress and up to 73% report that stress impacts their mental health. Rest is vital for better mental health. Increased concentration, memory, a healthier immune system, Mm. reduced stress, improved mood, and even better metabolism. You know, as I think about my perspective on rest or what has shaped my perspective on rest, I realize that there are two ways as marriedpreneurs that we tend to think about both work and rest, generally speaking. Two ways, generally speaking. You want to tell them a quick story first, though, right? I am. Okay. So I remember growing up, I was always taught to admire hard work, and we absolutely should admire hard work. I think that's something to be admired, a person who is diligent in their work. And I remember I was actually managing a shoe store. And while I was managing a shoe store, I think I was around... 18 years old, 17 or 18 years old. Actually, I was an assistant manager, excuse me, at a shoe store. And it was retail. It was hard work. I was putting in a lot of hours and therefore I was missing a lot of family events, a lot of gatherings, a lot of meeting up when families and friends would get together, particularly around the holidays. I'll never forget a friend of my mom said to her, tell Otis that a hardworking man is very attractive. And I remember in my mind thinking to myself, wow, okay, that's really something you know to strive for, something to hold on to, something to pursue. So that, to me, translated into work, 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 work. But never was I or had I even recalled hearing a person being lauded for or praised for or highly regarded for 
their arrest. It was always for their work. So that pushed in my mind this extreme view, this excessive perspective on work. So I think in large part, what we think about work and what we think about rest comes from how we were raised. It comes from how we saw work carried out Mm -hmm. or how we didn't see rest carried out Mm -hmm. while we were growing up. And we chose to either accept hard work in excess as a virtue rather than the excessiveness of it to be avoided. You know, I think we should ask ourselves this question as Marypreneurs, how has our view, our perspective Mm -hmm. on both rest and work been shaped? Mm -hmm. And is indeed rest a reward or is it something more of a requirement? That's the question. That's the question. And so as actually two questions, technically. Mm -hmm. And so the truth is, can I say something though? Sure. About the rest and reward. There the, those who look at rest as solely a requirement end up in one particular space or result. Yes, that's true. And so I know that for me rest was something that was looked more as a weakness and hard work was looked at something mm-hmm. again to be celebrated. And so, again, the truth we will say is this, that if we only think of rest as a reward, we will become stressed and overwhelmed and ultimately when played out, leading to burnout. But rest is a reward and rest is a requirement for being diligent in our work. So how does that tie in and how does that connect? Speaking of rest, avoiding those excessive extremes of hard work, how does rest then translate over? How does that play itself out and building the business and ultimately resulting in higher revenues? Mm -hmm. And there's so many ways that can and does happen. Basically, the whole point of connecting the rest with increased revenue is first realize and understand the mindset of that rest is, as you just said, both a requirement and a reward. For us, we like to, in this day, we were still working on this. We haven't perfected it. But for us in our day to day, we have a lifestyle of rest. That is our goal. And so this is all going back to how we as believers, as kingdom-minded maripreneurs are required to lead and live our lives and in a place of resting while we're working. And it is, seems like such a counter-cultural type of thing. Like, is it actually possible? But it is. And we're constantly growing in this discipline. So what this looks like for us as rest as a lifestyle, as a you know requirement, as well as reward is daily resting, right? So we have our times where we say, when are we going to stop today? Mm -hmm. So we have that expectation in place. We have a weekly, a day of rest when we shut it all down. And then having this as an ongoing aspect and priority in our lives, when it comes to time to actually take a vacation, we're not vacationing from work in the sense of like from our life, Mm -hmm. because our lifestyle, the focus and the goal is to have a lifestyle of rest as we work. And that is really, I would just say a supernatural work of mm-hmm. God, <laughs> like just to continue in that and the discipline of that. So we wanted to share that with you all because we know from this stat, it's staggering and it's unfortunate that so many are dealing with um, so many health issues and stress issues and then marital issues as a result of not prioritizing stress. So let's tie this in. Okay. Yeah. I just want to say on that mm-hmm. part that I think part of the reason why mm-hmm. rest may be looked at or looked down on mm-hmm. as maybe a time of not being productive as 
not having any correlation to increase revenue in the business Mm -hmm. is because we associate activity, actually doing something as having a direct correlation on revenues rather than not doing something. And rest can feel counterproductive and anticlimactic to us building the business and growing the revenue. Mm. But if I'm understanding what you're saying, what we're saying, that's not so. So then let's talk about how then does rest correlate to increase revenues, increase revenues. Yes. So many ways. We're only going to go over seven right now. We're just going to go down this list, but there's so many benefits and ways that rest directly connects to increased revenue. For one, creativity, increased creativity. When you're resting, you have an increased creativity within your business. So you have less brain fog. And we know with brain fog, that absolutely has plays a role in us doing and showing up as our best. Also, there's increased capacity. Increased capacity to make room to prioritize our priorities, right? When we are resting and we are rested, we have more space to do what we need to do and more clarity. That as well, too. Also, an increase with troubleshooting abilities. We know as maripreneurs, day in and day out, there are going to be different hurdles and obstacles, struggles that come our way. And being well-rested or having more rest even gives us that edge to troubleshoot in real time, which actually saves time. And of course, we also have increased energy when we have more rest. It's increased energy that brings another level of excitement to actually to deliver to our clients and mm-hmm. to grow and nurture our clients. We can't do that well if we don't have the energy to do it well. Yeah, it's hard for us to show up if we haven't rested up. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. bars, I see you. Okay, likability. L- increased likability oh, because- the more rest we get, you know this, it's like the more genuinely happy you are. You're not trying to like fake a smile on there and like behind closed doors, behind those eyelids, you're like, Lord help, I need to rest. And that doesn't mean you won't need that. But when you have more and you increase rest, there is more likability. Yeah, because rested people are more joy to be around and more likable. And that mm-hmm. plays itself out in every aspect of the business. Yes. In addition to that, as we increase our rest, we increase our endurance and resilience. And we all know that we need this endurance and resilience for those days that we don't feel motivated. When we don't feel like doing what we need to do, that's where the rest helps with the resilience and the endurance. In addition to that, the last one for this episode and this time, increased rest actually brings increased wisdom from reflecting. And so having the space, the mental space to just catch up and close those open loops that are constantly going when we're sleeping, when we're awake, having some increased rest and time to rest actually closes those loops and increases our wisdom in knowing how to do and what to do next. Just a few, just a few. These are just a few few. and all of them works for me and they actually all work together. They're links in the same chain. Absolutely. So here you go. Let's head over to enjoying the journey together so we can talk a little more deeply about how you can apply some of these principles to increase rest, to increase your revenue. Let's go. Okay, here we are now at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you two actionable, practical steps (laughs) so you can see traction fast. So here is the thing. I think it's important to say this. Like, It's very challenging, almost impossible to rest when you are surrounded by chaos, figurative, Mm -hmm. literal, any type of chaos, right? So it's important to understand 
that that's going to happen. The clearing of the quote unquote virtual figurative desk, maybe literal desk too, happens in steps. And as married preneurs, it definitely happens in steps and stages. And I think it's important to be patient with yourselves, with yourself and each other as you're getting and grooving into this this new rhythm of rest. And it is a constant, I when I tell you constant, touch your neighbor and say constant battle to keep the main thing the main thing. That's the priority. There's always going to be things that are going to feel like they're so important that you can't let them like be alone while you go rest or while you do what you need to do. There's always going to be a thing, a, a list of items waiting for you to do, people to connect with, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right. But here's the thing. One thing though, I would say one of the main things that has helped us over the years to even get to this place, we have not arrived. We are constantly working and being better each day, but even to arrive at this place where we're passing through and prayerfully just getting better at it is to have some level of systems in place to clear our minds and to know that we're on the same page in our marriage. We're on the same page in our business. Our team is on the same page and know what needs to be done. And when things are left undone, there is a system for those things as well too. And this is the beauty of having systems in place. This is even why we created the Marriedpreneur Operating System. So what we would recommend is if you all, you know, you're listening to this, you've made it this far in this episode, it's clearly resonating and speaking to your heart, to your soul. And one of the, I would say, fast action, practical, actionable steps that can be put in place is to really look at what it is that you all are building out. Like, what do you desire for your days to look like, even though you may not see how yet, but getting clear about that and putting boundaries in place with that. That's the, the first thing. And the second thing is putting boundaries in place. So get clear in the vision then putting boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. And with the boundaries, holding each other accountable. Boundaries can be like, what time am I going to cross over the threshold to your bedroom? You know, so you can say, at least I'm in the bedroom by this time. So I'm going to be in the bed by a second, second time. Right. And then holding each other accountable yes. to that. Because boundaries mm-hmm. or requirements mm-hmm. or let me say it differently. Boundaries, mm-hmm. whatever those guidelines are, if, if we're not being held accountable to them, then we're easily going to dismiss them. Absolutely. Especially Absolutely. initially when you're trying to retrain a certain yes. way we may have been conditioned. Yes. Yeah. And then holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. One of the ways we do that, we've shared this before, we'll share it again today and we'll likely share it again and again and again afterward is to ask each other the question during our daily legacy meetings, which is a part of our Marriedpreneur operating systems, we like to ask ourselves, each other, what time are we closing today? What time are we stopping today? And it, and it doesn't, we don't always stop exactly at that time, but what that does is it holds us accountable to one another. So when we're getting closer to that time, you better believe one of us is saying to the other, okay, I'm going to need like 10 more minutes. Is that okay? You know, so what we're mm-hmm. doing is like, we know we're racing against the clock and we have that feeling of doing that too. So it makes us more time aware during the day. It makes us to really treasure our time, to really be intentional. Whether you're working a nine to five or you're working your business full time, this step right here is critical. And so I would definitely say start with this simple practice. It's simple, but powerful. When I tell you your level of productivity, man, you're going to see the difference very, very quickly, but you also will feel the heat more than you have before. Why? Because in the past you've given into the heat. Now you're going to withstand the heat by God's grace. So we want to let you know that the heat will be there. Yes. But God gives us the grace and we get stronger. And even when we fall and we're like, oh man, I meant to finish. We were supposed to finish by whatever, five today or six today. We finished by eight. Okay, let's do better tomorrow. You know what I mean? And not just throw it out the window because it does get better with consistency over time. Yes. And again, just be gracious with one another in this Mm -hmm. because there's always going to be, you know, 
those uncontrollable things or those moving pieces. My goodness. So yeah. we have a standard. We're working towards that, mm-hmm. but that may not always be the case each and every day. So be mm-hmm. gracious in those moments. Absolutely. And if you have not received our free Marriottpreneur Operating Systems Checklist, this is really an abbreviated overview of how we run our operations for the business, but ultimately it impacts it's really to support the marriage, right? It's really to support our marriage. But it's Marriottpreneur Operating Systems. You can grab your free download over at marriedpreneurlife.com. And it's uh, linked in the show notes as well for you too. So uh, we hope that this has been helpful for you all. And until next time, keep living purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. In sync. God bless. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now again. you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And know it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, Press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press subscribe. Press like. Make this reviewable for the people in the back. (laughs) That's a wrap, guys. Maybe. Let's see if it was recording.